0: All right, guys, so the Big Three in CONCACAF have started to announce their friendly schedule, their pre-Copa America friendly schedule. And in today's video, we're going to be reacting to those games, if there are games, and giving our thoughts and kind of a little quick prediction on what we think. Are they good, friendly opponents? Will they prepare the teams well? You guys let us know in the comments how you feel, and hit subscribe if you like videos covering CONCACAF. I'm going to start with Canada, dude. I know that might be a little okay. uh, weird because maybe they're the weakest of the Big Three, but I just need to present this question. Have we seen a bigger fall-off than Canada as a team? And hear me out. They're trying to be one of the big dogs. They're trying to be the biggest dog in the region. They have an incredible generation of players. One one that most managers, especially of national teams, would literally murder somebody to, to oversee. They have some very impressive results in the last round of World Cup qualifying. You know, they famously, I think their Twitter was like, we're the champions of CONCACAF or something because they finished top of the qualifying table, which isn't an actual trophy. But they were proud of it, and you get to flex that. I'll give you that. You then lose the best coach in the region, in John Herbman. You have people at the federation walking away who have been there for a while and accusing the federation of not caring about football. Your federation is bankrupt, and it becomes public knowledge that you are bankrupt. You are unable to schedule friendlies. You are unable to pay for travel and training sessions because you do not have the the income to do so. And now, this might be the smallest of the issues. You're the last of the big three Concacaf giants to schedule a pre Copa America friendly. A Copa America, I might add, that if you lose to Trinidad and Tobago, which is possible, you will not even play. You won't even be there. This is a great this is a great downfall, and I'm telling y'all, folks. It comes quick, the fall. It comes quick, because Canada. Eighteen months ago, we were looking at them like, okay, these guys might be on top now, and here we are. I'm not gonna say they're at rock bottom. That's El Salvador, but it is. It's not looking good for Canada. How do you Just not have a, a friendly schedule yet? It's incompetence at the highest degree.
1: You got a of good the highest team? degree. Correct, correct, correct. Um, I don't even know where to start with this one. There's so much wrong here. The first thought that comes to mind, and maybe I should save this for later, but it's it's the initial, it's the initial thought. I think about this, and I want to compare it to other FAs, other footballing associations that I think are in the mud, right? Mm-hmm. One of the first ones that comes to mind is uh, Chile. We've been saying it for a while, right? Chile doesn't really have any um, youth prospects coming up right? Um, who's, who's their lad playing in the Prem? Um, Brereton Diaz. Brereton Diaz Diaz is the biggest bright light for them. And he's just Brereton Diaz, like a a South American superpower. One that has back-to-back copas against Lionel Messi in his prime. You would think, okay, they've got a pretty bright future ahead of them, but no, you've got Brereton Diaz. Mm -hmm. You don't have any money. You don't have a youth academy because of COVID, right? Okay, so a little bit out of your uh, wheelhouse, a little bit out of your uh, realm of control, your sphere of control. You can't really do anything about that. I understand. Logistics are difficult during that time. That being said, they've taken massive steps. They've taken massive steps. They now have um, El Tigre Mm -hmm. as their coach. Mm -hmm. So now they've got one of the best coaches in South America out of nowhere okay they're making steps but for canada not to do any of that you don't really have youth coming up you've got a young team so that's good for you right but you lose herdman you don't have any money and now you're slacking on responsibilities that 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 you can handle like match fixtures match fixtures this is embarrassing for the canadian fa like you literally cannot get your front office together to schedule a match against anybody, play play against That's it. Play against That's New it. Guinea. Play yes. against New Guinea. Play play against anybody. Well, you you can't you can't figure out a phone call. This is it's it's disastrous, honestly. And the turnaround could be just as quick, but you don't have a coach. You don't have money. The players are wondering. I'm sure now. Are we going to get paid if we play these friendlies? Oh, they definitely are scared about that. Yes, I don't want to come home for that. I don't want to come home to take care of that you're telling me you got you've got one of the best left backs in world football right a multi-positional player that can sell tickets and you're not even making an effort you're not going to make an effort there first I mean and you know what dude it all starts with letting Herdman go you're going to talk all this smack honestly your social media is doing God's work out here because the fact that we took them that seriously, that they're going to be posting these big acclaims with nothing to back it up, that social media manager, is probably some, it's probably some 26-year-old dude, fresh out of college, loves football. Put him in charge. Put him in charge. Yeah. Give him the presidency. If they don't care, if the higher-ups don't care, because I, I, then give it to somebody who does, right? You don't care about football? That's your one job. And even if it is about like money or something else, you're not making any money. So what's going on? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah, I guess that's
0: literally the perfect environment to just give the reins to somebody who does it for the love of the game. As opposed to, I don't know, someone with a big fancy resume. I haven't been able to find much online, which is also pretty damning. But Canada were rumored to be playing Uruguay. And it seems like that could still potentially happen because Uruguay only have one match against Mexico. So they do have room for a second friendly. And then it was rumored that they might be playing Colombia, who then announced that they were playing the United States. And so I guess technically those two matches are still in the realm of possibility. For Canada, but again, because the federation's bankrupt, I don't know how they're going to convince those te- two teams to want to play. Because to be honest, I don't really see Marcelo Bielsa or the Colombian FA simping over Canada for a friendly fixture. Yeah, they're probably like, mm-hmm. no, this this is better for y'all than it is for us. So you're gonna have to pay us es- if you want us to do this.
1: Especially, especially in the state that they're in. Yes, especially in the state that they're in. They're they're not they're not competitive, dude. They're like work work Copa America
0: favorites. Y'all haven't qualified yet you lost to jamaica at home yeah oh the canadians bro they down bad let's play pretend let's play pretend down bad we're gonna play a quick game y'all let us know in the comments so argentina they can't play y'all are in the same copa america group so y'all not gonna play each other same for peru can't play them can't play chile um ecuador they don't have any friendlies yet confirmed for june venezuela same thing couldn't find any anything confirmed i couldn't even really find rumors Paraguay and Bolivia are also available. So let's assume you're the Canadian FA. You have those four teams to choose from. Let's say Colombia and Uruguay, you can't afford them. Just wash. You have Ecuador, Venezuela, Paraguay, Bolivia. Who are you picking? You You get to pick one. You get one game to prepare for the Copa. Which team do you pick and why? Let us know in the comments as well.
1: I'm taking Venezuela. I'm taking Venezuela too. I'm taking Venezuela. I bet you. I bet you the Canadians wouldn't. I would take Venezuela. Because I, I guarantee you, if you're in this state right now, you're not prepared. You don't know that Venezuela has anything to offer. Venezuela needs the money as much as you do. <laughs> They'll play for free. You can't figure It'll that out. It'll be a charity match. They'll play for free. They'll play a charity match. Honestly. You 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 can't figure that out? What's going on? What's going on that you don't know who the big dogs are? In a tournament that you're going into, you didn't give a short list to your manager and say, here's your opponents. Here's your, here are your viable opponents for a window. Who do you want? Mm-hmm. Who should I call? There was no email for that. The Nothing? only
0: thing I want to say wow. to defend the FA is I feel like primarily the, the fault lies with the president and whoever negotiated the contract. I, I find it hard to believe that there's nobody who's trying at Canada soccer. I'm sure they are, but because they have no money it's making it difficult but like that's where you got to get a little creative here you know i'm sure again yeah. and we don't let's not go in the weeds here but i'm sure there's something you could work out with mm-hmm. one of the four teams that i mentioned i'm sure ecuador would see some value in playing a canadian team that has two world class players in it it's not a yeah. hard sell for the love of god you just got to try
1: and ecuador honestly i'm i'm this close to saying that ecuador couldn't be bothered <laughs> cuz that's a disaster <laughs> right <laughs> And Ecuador I think they're just so class I think they're class yeah I think they're class they 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 really couldn't be bothered with that would it be a good test for them I think it'd be pretty solid but it's 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 not worth the b s no you know dude the fact that Bolivia has a
0: friendly against Algeria in March, one of the best teams in Africa and you as Canada soccer can't get the Bolivians on the phone for it's pathetic it really is and I feel for the it's Canadian pathetic. fans out there I really do yeah let's talk about a team that does have a confirmed friendly and that's the United States who'll be playing Colombia on June 8th. This will likely be based on how the brackets are set up either the quarterfinal or semifinal match at the Copa America. So this, this is definitely a friendly that you're going to want to pay attention to and we'll probably be doing a live stream for on the channel. So hit subscribe. I thought this was kind of, kind of crazy. The U S has not beaten colombia since 2005 that was eight matches ago this has got to be one of the worst like statistical opponents for the united states i was surprised to see it was that bad like mexico has a substantially better record against colombia um but y'all don't think we would qualify in call ball that's fine um fun fact when do you think colombia's last loss was
1: this is crazy for y'all who are not super familiar this is a good one this is a good one um
0: Let's go. How many games ago? How many games ago was Colombia's last loss? 10 15? 19 games ago. Woo. 19 games ago. When is this when is this fixture? June 8th. June 8th. I hope anybody watching, I hope, I hope there's the appropriate amount of respect on Colombia because even under Néstor Lorenzo, 16 games, bro, he hasn't lost. The man has not tasted defeat as Colombia Manager. That's insane yeah that's crazy i knew they were doing well under him but i i don't know what maybe i got distracted by the the asian cup i honestly think i just covering that tournament made me lose half my memories of of my previous life but when i looked back at the stats i was like damn there's some good wins in here some really i mean speaking of asian cup they beat japan in japan 2-1 like very very good results sprinkled in of course historic victory against brazil these guys are legit i want to ask this to you and the audience I don't have too much time, so let's not spend a lot of, a lot here. But people always say Berhalter doesn't have the big win yet as manager. If he beats Columbia in this friendly on June 8th, does
1: that count? For this, it counts as a big win regardless. But I think specifically for this to be his hallmark win, it depends on the quality of the game. It depends on how well televised it is. It depends on the hype behind it. I'm saying that in order for it to be his trademark win, we've got to get a 3 to 1, a 2 to 1, 2 to 1, 3 to 1, at least one Christian Pulisic goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if it's a yeah. If it's a dazzling display, it could count even though it's a friendly as a hallmark victory. We we need to show, we need to show spirit and we need to show um an American style of play because every time we watch, you know, the hallmark of of Burhalter ball is just lob them into the box and see what happens. No, we've got to string together a few passes. We got to get a goal from open play. <laughs> I'm okay with a set piece and an open play goal, but it needs to be open play. We need to show that we can compete in technical quality against a South American superpower. Mm-hmm. Anything below that is a loss. Anything below that is a waste of time for us.
0: Okay. I kind of agree with you. You need to. But I feel I know there will be people who disagree in the comments, and that's totally okay. Some people will say like friendlies can't be a hallmark victory, but I disagree in the sense that I'm I'm right there with you. If the U.S. plays a certain way to the potential of this team, which is rarely realized, and that's no slight at the U.S., I feel like a lot of teams do not ever play to their potential, whether that's personnel, formation, coach, whatever. I think it could be, you know, because not to do a tangent, but when we do think about Klinsman, a lot of the best moments with him were friendlies. Like, yes, we think about World Cup yep. victories as well, but... We do go back to the German victory. We do go back to the victory over the Netherlands, and I think Berhalter, honestly, bro, the bar set low. All his best victories are against Mexico. I hate to say it, but that's true. I think it would be nice to add in, even though it's a friendly, a victory against you know a top legitimate. Ooh, I almost said top three South American side. Ooh, because Brazilian top three. Ooh, Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) let us know what you think about that. Um, Preparation wise, I mean, it's Colombia, bro. I think it's a banger. I think it's a banger. And I think the way the teams play, I think it's, it's going to help for that Uruguay game in the Copa. Because th- this is not to prepare for Bolivia. No shade. This is to prepare for Uruguay. And I think it's yeah. perfect for that. The strength of the center backs, how they both favor attacking football, the midfield triangle of both teams are very like similar team makeups. I think it's. I think it's a banger. Very quickly, before we move on to Mexico, just give me a prediction
1: off the bat for this game. I'm going to say 3-1. To... I'm going to say 3-1, but it depends on... Oh, you... I think Colombia 3-1. Colombia 3-1. Dude, what a humbling before the Copa. You need that. Uh, genuinely. You need your attitude checked. Check it at the door because you will get destroyed in Copa America. Everybody is gunning for you. The Colombians got that phone call and they were like, you want us where? Let's go. Let's go. They said, "I, I bet you. He said how many how many uh how, how many uh, uh lossless matches are we at now they said nineteen we got America let's go let's go United States let's do it let's do it in the spirit of international yeah. competition let's go run it' I'm gonna talk I about, want that smoke I want to talk about Colombia
0: more in a separate video, but I'm a little scared uh of teams that have a giant win streak going into tournaments. So it actually might even be better if Colombia lose. We don't need to discuss that theory now, mm-hmm. but you know we've seen it. Like Algeria is the main team that always comes to mind. Japan now at the Asian Cup. Do you want to be that hot going in, or do you just want to be like warm? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I'm actually yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna say, I'm actually gonna say it's a, it's a one-one. I'm gonna say it's a one-one because, dude, I don't think the U.S. I don't think Colombia is going to try super, super hard in this game. I don't think U.S. is going to also try super, super hard in this game. As I'm saying this out loud, the voice in the back of my head is screaming that Colombia is actually going to win 2-1, and I might have to switch that on the fly. This is what happens if you don't prepare for these videos, ladies and gentlemen. You sometimes look like a fool. Um, okay, I'm going to <laughs> go 1-1 edge Colombia by <laughs> one goal. you have to follow me on Twitter for my official prediction later. Let's, <laughs> let's bounce to Mexico who will be playing Brazil and Uruguay. So it's a big window for us. Massive, massive is a window huge window question for you and the audience. Is it smart to have two games like Mexico has against powerhouses, Uruguay and Brazil? Is it smart to have those games right before the Copa America?
1: I think, yeah, okay. I think, yeah. And I'm really, I'm really pretty bullish on that answer. Um, If you've got any more perspectives, I'm willing to hear it. But, yeah, I want to know what I'm going up against. I want the fellas to see the disparity between the quality that we can provide and the quality of uh, superpowers there. This is what it takes. You have to be like this to compete in this tournament. This is the quality that we expect from you. Mm -hmm. We entered into this tournament being pedigreed in the Copa America, right? Right. You've got a couple final appearances. You've got a couple semifinal appearances six, semi- there. six semifinals. you got a few. You are no slouches in this tournament. This this generation of Mexico is not your best. You do have a decent record against uh, Brazil, better than against Argentina even, right? Unfortunately. Way better. But, I mean, you've you got to remind these guys who they're playing against. We're out of the Gold Cup now. We're out of the gold cup. Time to put your big boy pants on. Lace the boots up double tight. Don't wear any of the polyester boots because they're going to step on your feet. You need some kangaroo leather protecting your, uh, protecting your, oh man, what's it called? What's the bone inside your foot? Oh man. I have no idea. I don't, I There's probably a lot of bones in there. Somebody
0: comment down below. We got, we got doctors who watch it TV. Let us know.
1: You know, Raven's medical group. We need you. Mm -hmm, Yep. Um, Look, the the point is the point is yes. I I think it's I think it's very good. I think a reality check is due for CONCACAF. We're getting a little too big for our britches right now and yeah, it's 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 time.
0: I agree with you for the most part. I actually We'll give this friendly window for Mexico an A minus, and the only reason I won't go A plus is because one, I think there's the potential for it like two beatdowns, bro. Let's not forget the last yeah. time, really the last two times Mexico has played Uruguay, we have been exposed, destroyed. I mean, we watched the last the last game. I was in New York at your place when Uruguay won three nothing. Mexico did absolutely f all. Edison Cavani brace, man was barely sweating. It was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing display for Mexico. They only have two wins in the last 10 games against both of these opponents. Four losses in the last five against Uruguay. That one win was in the Copa America, though. Never forget. And then we got destroyed by Chile. I think the potential for a beatdown, which could be demoralizing, and the fact that I would have liked one friendly against a more defensive team. I'm going to be real. Any Mexican fans, let me know in the comments. I think the perfect combination here would have been either Uruguay-Brazil, and I'm going to say it. Paraguay. That to me, perfect window because you're going to play a team that's so defensive in Paraguay. They don't want the ball. They don't want to pass. They just want to counter. We need to get used to that because we have Ecuador and Venezuela in the group. Two very defense first, defensively solid teams. I I don't know what we're going to do in these friendlies against Brazil and Uruguay. Are we going to counterattack? Because that ain't going to help us at the Copa. We're not going to be counterattacking Venezuela. We're going to have 80% possession in that game. We need to break down a low block, yeah. so that's why I'm going to give it an A minus because of those those two factors. There,
1: I got a question. If you had to win, if you had to win one of those games, which one do you pick?
0: Brazil or Uruguay?
1: Yeah, Uruguay. I'll tell you why. I think I would agree. I will tell you why.
0: Yeah, because they're the hottest team right now. They're the yeah. talk of the town. It's the dime who keeps going to the bar, and everybody keeps talking about. Oh, have you seen Shotty? this new girl, she just moved in. Nobody's been able to get her number yet. She is so single by choice. She got options. Nobody's been able to get those digits. We go in there. Luis Chavez goes in with a sombrero on, spins that thing around, gets her number, walks out. Oh, we got respect now. We got respect. Brazil? Let me be careful. Historically, Brazil has been well, you that. You better dime. watch it. Brazil has been that dime. You better watch it. Historically, Brazil has been that dime. For whatever reason, in the current moment, maybe maybe her hairstylist moved out of town. Maybe she's under some some credit card debt. She's just a little stressed right now. She doesn't look her best. She still has suitors, but it, it's it's not like it used to be. I'll just say it like that. Maybe her standards have been lowered a little bit. She's she's starting to talk to some guys who they ain't really doing much. They ain't really doing much. She, she downloaded Hinge. That's where we're at right now. That's Brazil. It's still an attractive woman, but she's on the dating apps. You don't know how many guys she's talking to. It really ain't that impressive if you match with her. That's kind of Brazil right now. I think for that reason, we need to beat the crap out of Uruguay. Yeah. We really do. You know what? Jorge Sanchez needs a redemption game, bro, because he got exposed last time he played Uruguay. Good (laughs) Lord, bro. That, man. Go back and watch. Y'all, it's on the channel. Go back and watch our reaction to that game, and I'm just ripping Jorge Sanchez. I'm like, he should never play again. That was two years ago. Man has like 18 starts since then. And look at us. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, Predictions for this game. I'll do. I'll do a more flushed out one for this, but oh god, man! Oh, we're still about to get that new manager bounce, bro. They're about to get that new manager bounce. Oh. I think we get a draw and a loss, and I don't know who it's against. I think we get a draw and a loss, though. I could see a draw against Ooh. Brazil and then losing Uruguay. It's kind of how I see it going.
1: You ready? I'll, I'll, I'll take the heat here. Take two the- losses. <laughs> Two losses. <laughs> I thought you're gonna be like, I'll put
0: my neck out there. Both two wins for Mexico. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I'm just, I'm just afraid of the fan base. Two losses back to back,
0: bro. Can you imagine right the, there. the Mexican media? Can you imagine what Twitter is gonna be like in Mexico? Get two dubs here. Oh my god.
1: <sighs> insufferable,
0: in- <dude>. insufferable. Insufferable. <laughs> insufferable. I can see. I can see act like they up won up. the
1: Copa Medica. for real,
0: and then we're gonna get freaking grouped. Two weeks later, and
1: <laughs> <You're gonna> get... again.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my God! You go get two. You get two bare, bare victories, bare victories. I'm talking one nils, mm-hmm. one nils off of set pieces. Mm-hmm. They're gonna act like they just won the Copa América, and then you're gonna get grouped, bounced,
0: goodbye. And Jamaica's gonna beat us in the first game of the Copa, three-one. It's gonna oh, be a disaster. God. Lozano gets sacked mid tournament. I can see it now.
1: Look, we yeah. I think you just have to hope. You you th- you think a loss and a draw, a loss and a draw would probably be solid.
0: I'll, I'll take a w- just just hold on. One win would be phenomenal.
1: One win would be phenomenal. That's obviously best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario. Realistic drawing a loss. Um, realistic. Worst case is two losses, and getting too big for your britches going into that tournament.
0: If we keep them close, nah. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay yeah. with that. If we lose like three two to Brazil. No shame in that.
1: Dude, no, 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 no nothing nothing, to uh, nothing to panic about there. Ain't nobody need to hit the uh, the big red panic button. Um, I think a, a lot of the uh, uh, things that matter about these games is, uh, um, or what really matters about these games is the quality of play. And that's such a cop-out answer. I get it, but they are international friendly. No, it' was true. They are international friendly. So you need to find out what you need to take home to work on what you've got to grow on, and, and a positive, a positive. What what can we hang our hat on here? What are we good at? What can Mexico do well? What can we take and foster before the Copa America? Yeah. That's what you need to know.
0: Completely, That's what you got to figure completely out. Completely agree. Completely agree. And we still got some things to figure out, man. Honestly, like to end the yeah. pod here, I know the U.S., there's, there's always questions, right? Who's the best center forward? That's a big question going on right now. You know, is Johnny Cardoso, is it his time to be the six? What does the midfield look like? Mexico, bro. I mean, I just feel like there's so much uncertainty throughout the entire team, pretty much. People don't even, there's not even a consensus that Santi should start, bro. Like that is, it's a majority. It's a vast majority. It's a vast majority. I would say it's 85%. But there are still shouts for other people. And that's what I'm talking about here. Bro, you should you should see the Mexican goalkeeper debate. Malagon versus Ochoa versus who gives a damn? Oh, it's it's everywhere, bro. It's every position except center back. That's like the one thing and Edson. That's like the one thing that everyone's like, "Yeah, we we got that like defensive triangle there, but other than that, mm-mm. it's a battle at every single position." So, we'll see. Well, I hope Lozano takes the time to 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 take a risk in one of these games. Put out a more offensive put out an offensive lineup against Brazil. And see what happens. Let the boys play. Yeah. Play a true cam. Let the boys play. See And see how good we are. If we lose, who gives a damn? It's a friendly. Find out now. Don't find out at the Copa when we're down 1-0 with five minutes left against Ecuador. And we have to go all out attack. We've never done this before. That's what I want to see. Guys, we're going to end the episode there. If you enjoyed, leave a like in the video and hit subscribe so you don't miss not only CONCACAF videos, not only videos about the United States and Mexico, but Bowl as well and the Copa America. We're going to be starting Probably in a couple of weeks, our comprehensive rollout of coverage leading up to the tournament. So I don't want you guys to miss that. Also, you can find our social media links in the description of this video. And lastly, if you're listening on streaming platforms, make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating. I'm trying to get to 100 by my birthday. You have the end of April to do so. So hit up your Abuela, Novia, everybody. Get them on Spotify. Get them on Apple. Apple Podcast, I think is what's called. And get them to rate the show. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for watching or listening. And we'll see you in the next one.